write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the Brujas Let this laugh That was the great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven Myself Prestige with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues, is in the building, EZ Blues. You are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, the way pop culture continues to evolve and grow, we're starting to see people in your own neighborhood shoot out into, into a notoriety world that you never ever would have imagined. People have become so ingrained with this wonderful thing they call tickety-tockety. So once you're on the tickety-tockety, you can go through and you can see these incredible people giving of themselves and giving of their own light. People you never would have known. Your next-door neighbor could be the funniest human being in the entire world. This next guest has touched so many people's lives. When I'm scrolling on a bad day in the cousin's thread of the text message, at least four of his videos are shared by my cousins. My cousins love this man so much. When they found out he was coming on the show, I got invited to Christmases. It was amazing. I've never, I've never felt like that before. So I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving. If you're driving, you keep your hands at 10 and 2. We don't want any accidents. But mentally, put your hands together for the absolutely amazing comedian, influencer, all around human being and wonderful advocate for mental health. Mario, how have you been, brother? I've been good. How are you? Hey, fantastic. Fantastic. So just so people know, like a lot of people don't necessarily truly understand what it's like to try to jump into the world of social media. Um, mm. how, did your how did your transition go? Because I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, you were talking about um, you know, Zoom meetings and, and having to have to pee real quick. Um, and now you're just in your backyard doing some interesting dance routines and going on live and talking about the amazingness of, of, of methany. Um, how did your journey start? Um, it actually started uh, during the pandemic. Um, I think that's how a lot of people started on the TikTok. Um, on TikTok, excuse me, because it really started out of boredom for me. And it just really, I was like, I can tell my story. I was like, I can go ahead and tell my story and, and have people listen and, and understand. And I'm like, at first I didn't know like how many people that one video would get to, but um, it, I kept trying, I kept trying and was just telling my stories and um, being transparent with people. And it just took off from there. It's, it's really interesting too, because you know, you are 100% telling your story. Um, but as you, you, you bob and weave through the different aspects, I have also noticed you wound up being able to stay completely out of the beef world of TikTok because it seems that TikTok, we go up for a couple seconds and then the whole world destroys you um, and then they yeah. rebuild you. <laughs> yeah. um, you've been able to avoid that. How do you, how do you do that? Well, I think it's mainly because I, 
I want to stay positive. I want to bring people humor. Mm -hmm. I want to spread love and kindness. And um, that's just where I've started. That was what's in my heart. And that's what I wanted to do. You know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't really follow the, the, the beef. I know that there's a couple, like one of my favorite, favorite TikTokers is Mama Tot. I don't know if you've heard oh. of her. Yeah. I love Mama Tot. Love Mama yeah. Tot. Love Mama Tot. And I, you know, people were out of nowhere. They just started like ragging on her. And I, I just couldn't understand why people want to do that and tear someone down when they're just trying to bring you know, love, peace, and happiness, you know? So it, right. it never crossed my mind, but sometimes I get a negative comment here and there. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a give and take type of aspect of it. And, and like, even some of the, like the negative con comments that I'll get, I thank them because they're yeah. increasing my reach in the algorithm, yeah. um, you know? And, and that really usually makes them matter. When, you, when you're like, hey, thanks. you just made me a little bit more famous. I appreciate yeah. it. And they're like, that's not what I wanted to do. Grr. I was like, well, that's accomplishment on both ends. Exactly. 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 <laughs> you know, um, as how are you able to be as transparent as you are? Um, you know, because we don't necessarily come from a society that pushes transparency. We don't yeah. necessarily come from an upbringing that pushes transparency. How are you able to do that? I think it's just the way I grew up. My mom was always just open and honest with, because, you know, she, it's me, my brother, and um, my sister. And she was just always open and honest. And my grandmother as well. It was, um, they, they told us things in a proper way. It wasn't something that was like, extra or whatever it wasn't you know something crazy but they were just open and honest and my grandmother's the one that taught me and my family how to be kind she always said mm -hmm. you never know what someone's going through so always be kind you know through, right. throughout your day and that's what i've really just listened to and i think more of it happened like you know as i got older it was easier to use my voice right now that's that that is awesome, and your grandmother is also a very <laughs> focal, very very uh, focal point part of you, of your yeah. content. Um, yeah. And your grandmother is amazing. Um, yeah. Thanks. You know, not not to pull back the curtain a little bit, but all of everything that you say, yeah, obviously you, you give it a humorous spin, but this is yeah. real life. Yes. Um, and you know, real life is always funnier than fiction can ever be. Yeah. Um, you know, because people can how connect do you, exactly, exactly. But how do you draw the line though? Like, this is what I want to share with people, and this might be too much. And have you ever had that moment where it was like, oops, maybe I went too far? Uh, yeah, uh, there have been. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a couple of videos where I'm like, oh, I think I pushed the line there. I think I definitely stepped over that line. Um, you know, because sometimes with comedy, it, it's always based on it. At some point, mostly, most of all, it's based off your current life or what you've been through. And I think that's the part of comedy is the honesty of, you know, of the person that's telling you the story that they went through. Um, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, you can go a little overboard, you know? So that's happened to me before where I had to remove a video because I was like, okay, it was just me. I was like, I overstepped on certain things. Um, like there's, for instance, like there are some stories that my we can't tell about my grandmother because her children don't want 
us to say anything about it. That's their, you know, it was private for her. Right. So we, right. I still have those, you know, I can't push this. I can't tell this specific story about grandma, but you know, there's, there are lines and I try not to cross them. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that's the thing. Cause you know, you only have to wait for a little while. You might be able to cross those lines later on when yeah. situations change. And you can yeah. have that in the clip. You're like, Oh, but wait, the stories I can tell, you know, yeah. once, once the and, NDA is officially expires, oh, I'm telling you, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've noticed, I noticed recently that I have a lot of younger people following me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, first, I'm a little like bamboozled. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, wait, your parents let you watch me when I'm talking like this. You know, I'm like, right. is and I'm not going to say anything. I'm like, that's your parents' choice. But I'm like, yeah, okay. And I noticed that. So now even more so, I'm like, okay, I can't, I want to talk about this, but now right. like, there's a certain age bracket that I'm getting into with my, with my content. And I'm like, okay, so let me stop here. But when I'm doing a live show, that's completely different. Mm. Oh, of course. And, and, and that's actually two things that I, I love that you kind of just jumped into. One, you know, when, as an artist in any type of form of art, um, when you realize that your words actually matter um, and people are starting to pay attention to them. Um, yeah. You kind of have you have an obligation. You don't have to follow it or not. I mean, look yeah. at you live crew. Um, yeah. You know, but you have exactly. kind of like this. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, you have like an obligation to start making sure you're very particular with your words. You know, yeah. we we do it we do it with the band on a regular basis now. You know, where we will change some things because what it was initially. You know, and we'll change yeah. it for the recording, mm -hmm. and then in the live show. All bets are off. Like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna swear like a sailor. I'm probably yeah. gonna jump on things. Um, yeah, you know, and that's the way way it goes. Um, was this something that was ingrained in you, or is it now something that has become the next evolution of what you do? Um. Well, I want to say it's ingrained because mm -hmm. growing up there was, you know, my family didn't play around. We, you know, they cussed like sailors. They, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes there were, <laughs> it was just like crazy fights within the family and there was no hold barred, you know what I mean? But um, as I'm getting more into the content, I do, I do think about that a little bit more. And, and I, I want my stories and my life to go further and touch more people. So yeah, but my live shows are, <laughs> those are different. <laughs> those are different. And I think rightfully so, you know, I don't, I don't want my, um, it's, it's not watered down. I don't want to say that. It's more age appropriate on TikTok compared to my sense. live. I'm hoping yeah. that no one <laughs> brings their child to one of my shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's kind of like um, for those people who watch Donald Glover. Right. Uh, you, you watch yeah. him like on community and he actually did it in, in his comedy special. Like, oh, there's a whole people, bunch of people in the front row. They're like, oh, I loved him in community. And oh, yeah. you're in for it. You're in for a thing now. This is not <laughs> exactly. community. And here are all the words I can't say on community that I put in one <laughs> sentence um, exactly. to make you cry. You know, exactly. <laughs> cry laughing. That's the that's the exactly. Key. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and that's the other thing, too, is, is you don't seem like a Gigi Allen type of performer where, uh -huh. you know, the stories are going to get a little racy, but you're not necessarily going to drop trow and poop on the stage. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not a Gigi <laughs> Allen, which is fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, wait. <laughs> oh, wow, no, I would never do that. I would never do that, you know? Um, as you, I don't know if you, well, you probably did see, I don't, I don't go extremely into sexuality or, or sex right. like that in general mm -hmm. um, on TikTok, but that is something, of course, that happens. Everyone goes through it. They have an ex like mm -hmm. an embarrassing experience. And that's what I like to talk about on the live shows. Well, and, and that really is, because look, at the end of the day, there's nothing funnier than sex. Like it is, yeah. it is the most <laughs> awkward. It is, you know, and, and then you have like your societal norms and then what people think is, is weird, but what's actually weird. And then yeah. you wake up three days later with a car battery and a goat and you're not yeah. exactly sure what happened, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, so it's really funny. Like, and, and I think honestly, British humor has it the best because there's nothing funnier than male nudity. Like it's yeah. just funny, you know, yeah. especially like yeah. unsuspected, you know, like the yeah. cops are going through a house and there's just a dude trying to get out of the shower. And he's like, bro, what's <laughs> going on? Like, oh, yeah. we have to search you. Search me how? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But so that's that why I like being on, that's why I like being on stage too, because people think this, like people are thinking mm -hmm. this, but you know, I'm saying it. So right. there's that connection right there that makes people laugh, you know, because they don't, exactly. they know it, but they don't have the guts or they don't want to say it. Well, and, and that's key because we actually talk about it with all the different artists and stuff that we have on here. We feel that as artists, you're supposed to take the world around you and everything that's going on and, you know, filter that through the prism of your heart so that yeah. then can shoot out into the art and, and to the masses. And yeah. one of the things that I, I really appreciate about what you do is through your humor, through your transparency, you also have a very strong message. You are, mm -hmm. you are an incredible advocate for, for mental health. Um, yes. You're very honest about your mental health journey, which yes. has inspired other people. Um, maybe some people with beers that are on this call right now to be a little yeah. bit more upfront with their, you know, I'm not talking, you know, maybe about me, maybe, um, no. <laughs> you know, to be more upfront, up to be uh, yeah. more upfront with their mental health journey. And as especially being, you know, guys, um, yeah. mental health for, for my growing up was like, walk it off. Um, you yep. know, yep. that's how it, that's you know. how it is. I think that's the, one of the key things that I try to bring up. And that's why I tell my story is because even within like mental health awareness, it's, it's getting bigger and we're making great strides, but when it comes mm -hmm. to male, um, mental health, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done because a lot of men don't want to talk about their mental health. They think that it shows a sign of weakness, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, or their, you know, yeah, weakness, masculinity goes like that. Like they don't want to tell people I'm depressed or mm -hmm. I cried or, you know, something's wrong. So that's one of the demographics I try to get to. Like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to tell your story and it's okay for you to go find a doctor or a therapist or someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. You know, right, and and that's so super important, especially when the rest of the world is telling us that you know, it it's not okay to, to not be okay. Um, yeah, you know, and I really appreciate um, you doing that, even right. when it means you know you you talk about the TSA um, losing your your luggage, uh, yeah. and how your husband is very <laughs> upset that you're not going to get your meds for three days. 
Yeah. Um, he freaked out. He I, almost lost his mind. I'm losing my mind right now on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Mario Calderon is with us on Behind the Brand. Go ahead, EZ. Well, and, and that's, that's, that's a very real moment. And the fact that you were able to, to share that uh, through TikTok. Um, yeah. Did, do you have to run that by your husband first? Be like, hey, you totally made some really amazing, funny, made me laugh. I'm going to make yeah. the rest of the world laugh by what you did. Or you just kind of like, it's better to, you know, ask for forgiveness than permission. Like, how do you, how do you go about that? Um, well, he's completely understanding of, of why and how I tell my stories. So mm -hmm. I don't ask for permission because it's my story. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't ask for permission. <laughs> it's my story, dude. Like I'm not asking for permission to tell my story. So uh, yeah. there's never any of that, you know? Um, there's never, he doesn't try to censor me in any way because he completely understands where I'm coming from and what I'm doing. So, you know, I mean, sometimes, <laughs> Sometimes with the squirrels, with his critters, you know, you know, I, my yep. husband, like, he had a rehab center that he had open and he would take care of all these critters, man, all these squirrels, all these possums and everything. And I would tell those stories and he'd be like, okay, okay, wait a minute. He's like, stop making me sound like I'm keeping all these pets. He's like, they're not pets. I'm releasing them. And I'm like, I, okay, I understand that part. You're not keeping them. And because everyone on TikTok was like, why? is he keeping possums as pets or right. squirrels? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I had to, I had to clarify that. But other than that, no, I'm not telling, I'm not asking permission. <laughs> oh my goodness. My, my heart is breaking. I, I pictured your house to be like Dr. Doolittle. You all talking to <laughs> yeah. who you needed to talk to and different things like that. But you released them back into the, back into the wilderness. Okay, yeah. that worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Doolittle, no, I'll say more like Steve Irwin, Ace Ventura, <laughs> <laughs> because, or Snow White. He just go in the woods and all these animals just start following him. It's insane. <laughs> um, now, as you continue to grow, um, you know, you started out as the personality, as the con a content creator, different things like that. Um, are we going to see, start to see some merchandising ideas like, you know, get your sandwich from Methany or something, you know, something along those lines. <laughs> oh, we, you remember we, we, that I story. I want to get into Methany in, in, a, in a moment, <laughs> but I want to hear about the merchandising first. Um, yeah, so we're working on that. Uh, we're working on, on, we're working on my own website right now and, mm -hmm. um, you know, working on getting the product, got some stencils and everything to make, um, you know, my logos. So that is being worked on. I tried like a startup company with, uh, bonfire. I don't know if you've ever heard of Bonfire. Mm -hmm. Never. Yeah. So I did a little startup with that and it was, it was doing really well. So that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to get my own website because right. this is selling. And yeah, so hopefully by uh, beginning of September, I mean, okay. excuse me, beginning, <laughs> beginning of December. December. Okay. Oh, December. Okay. Yeah. December. Yeah. So hopefully uh, <laughs> it's up and running by then, but that is something that's being worked on. Now, how did you, one of my, my fun, and I can't wait to see it on merchandise is Jesus Beat. Um, how did you kind of stumble into that? Like, it's such a great riff, um, yeah. like comedic timing wise. It reminds me almost of like 
like a Robin Williams run or even a George Carlin run. Um, yeah. How did, you know, how did you find that? And, and was that just something you did at home and it wound up translating over or is this something you were working yeah. on as a bit? No, really? yeah. So it, it transferred from home. There was one time it started when I was with my grandmother and she we were out and she would not stop talking to like the cashier or whatever. And I just turned around. And I said, Jesus, be a muzzle because she will not stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's where it came from. And ever since then, I just I, I, I kept saying it. It just flowed mm -hmm. so well, you know, and happened with my grandmother. Yeah, well, that's that's what make and and just so you know, like it it is something that has a long term effect because when I was talking to my cousins about this interview, they're like, yeah. "Oh, you two, good luck." I was like, "Yes, Jesus, be a censor button." <laughs> Jesus be a censor button. Yes, let me tell you, I had to practice before I got on here. I had to, keep, you know, reminding myself, Jesus be some censorship. I don't want to get a fine. Shit, honey. I, <laughs> it's okay. It's that's a posterior. Um, ask <laughs> yes. me a question. You silly, ask me a question, and we're fine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. It and you happens. see, I get, yeah. into the, I get into the flow of things, and it just, right. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> now, but that's, that's the thing. When your art is so based off of your life and, yeah. and rooted in the real life experience, mm -hmm. do, do you find you, like, turn on at, like, a party or, like, in the middle of the grocery store? Uh, where it's like because I do it like in the most weird and inappropriate spots for no yeah. reason I go into full bits I don't know yeah. why do you wind up doing that too and have you been escorted out of the same restaurants that I've been escorted out of I have okay yes I, that happens it, it happens a lot because if I see something that okay I don't like awkwardness I don't like that silent right. awkwardness right so something embarrassing okay. will happen or something will happen in a situation where it becomes awkward I have to say something to break that tension I have to break something to not you know to not make it awkward anymore that's just how I handle things but yes I do find myself in situations and I have been escorted out of several restaurants to be exact I have a picture up on at Parthenon because I'm not allowed back because of one incident that <laughs> One incident that took place there that I still feel that it's not my fault, but they still have my picture up. This happened like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was scoundrels. It was the, yeah. That, that's it. Hashtag let him back in. Hashtag yeah. let him back in. Yeah. We, yeah. we started a, a campaign, you know, let's all go to Parthenon all together and uh, they can't kick us all out. <laughs> yeah, but they probably noticed me though. I tell you, it's a big picture. I made a scene <laughs> I really did make a scene. I, oh my God. Well, that was after a couple of drinks and someone did something and I just went into, I turned it on and I couldn't, they could not stop me, man. Right. I was, I was just going ham. <laughs> and not this was before, me. before the TikTok. So, oh, know. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Before TikTok. And, and you know what, like when I started TikTok, there were so many people, like my family members, some of my best friends, some, uh, you know, acquaintances, they were like, TikTok is your platform. That's what they were saying to me. They were like, that's your platform. And I didn't really understand what they were talking about until TikTok started picking up. And I was like, okay, this is where I, this is where I feel comfortable. This is where I can tell my stories. Right. Now, you know, as you have that, that evolution and, and we have this technology, you know, 
in front of us because you know this really started as a herald type of thing people would be standing on the street corners telling tales and telling the news and now yeah. we can do it you know and we're all super connected you know with social media and different aspects um and we get to see you know jobs that didn't necessarily exist you know five to ten years ago like mm-hmm. An, an influencer 10 years ago was the person that, you know, got you to buy the good drugs. Um, yeah. Not necessarily the person that, that got you to get the good Adidas. Um, yeah. Are you working now with different sponsorships? Is there a special way that sponsors can get in contact with you? Um, and what is your line as for like, hey, I'll, you know, do it with this, this sponsorship aspect. But that one, I don't, I don't feel it. You know, how do you uh, make those judgments? Yeah, uh, so I just go through my personal email or um, my IG messages. I think that's how me and you connected too. Mm-hmm. So um, I just go through that. Um, I have gotten some requests for brand deals, but I've declined them because it doesn't make sense to right. for me to do that brand when it doesn't really coincide with what I do for Mm -hmm. TikTok or my stories or anything, my comedy. So I do turn down some, um, there was one I did um, for True Medical Aesthetics in Farmington. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was Mm -hmm. a pretty good, that's a pretty good um, uh, brand deal right there um, because my followers love that. They love um, to see the medical side of, uh, you know, like for instance, I was on live one time and she drew my blood. This nurse drew my blood. She mm-hmm. spun it down. She took the right. serum and put it under my eye with a needle. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I was, and I did that for live. No, yeah, it was it was painful. It was painful, <laughs> I but I did it. I imagine. Yeah, it was painful, and I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm on live right now with 2.3k uh, viewers, and I'm mm-hmm. sitting here getting a needle stuck in my eye because I wanted to do something for my under eyes because I didn't like it, but I didn't yeah, realize right. how many people, how many people liked it. It was crazy. Yeah, you know, but I don't do brand deals like that unless it has something to do with comedy and what I do. Right. Well, and that's that's super important, especially someone who is as open. And, and this is, again, an extension of your life. Um, yeah. You know, so these the, these brands would have to be able to be a, an extension of that and a representation yeah. of it. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that because you're doing it with integrity. You know, there's some people right. who'll just take whatever money is, is necessary. And I don't I don't pour salt in anyone's hustle. If that's yeah. what you're doing to doing and you're getting paid and you're living a good life for it. Do you go, go about your day? High five. Yeah, uh, just absolutely. keep it over there. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. Yeah. As Beyonce says, a little bit to the left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we we've alluded to, to the character. We've met, we've mentioned her twice. <laughs> Who is Methany? And I and everybody has has a Methany. But yeah. yours just seems so super special. Um, and <laughs> like, I want to root for her. I want her yeah. to start a GoFundMe. Um, yeah. I want to eat her sandwich, but then maybe have some Pepto-Bismol. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm kind of it on the fence. It was delicious. It was actually delicious. But I regretted it two days later. I'm not going to lie, okay? It, it, <laughs> but it was delicious when I had it. Methany is... Um, she is someone that I met, and she's kind of 
known a little bit on mm -hmm. Ferry Street in New Haven. I don't know if anyone's familiar with mm -hmm. that area. Yes. So I think that we can just come to the conclusion of what her <laughs> what her job right. is. You know, right. so um, I ran into her when I go to this little bodega who had like amazing bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches. They're closed now because of due to roaches, but they Ooh. still had the <laughs> they still had the best sandwiches. <laughs> and every day I would go extra there. Extra protein. Extra. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so mad. I would be so mad if I bit a roach. Oh, my goodness. But that's where I met Matthew. For the first time she she came up to me and asked me she's like don't you think i can be a model don't you think i can be a model and she had no teeth <laughs> sitting there i'm like you can be whatever you want to be <laughs> her name is her name is lisa but i'm always like i don't care i said your name is methany i said you can be whatever you want methany you want to be a model be a model Jesus be Colgate because you, you don't you got no smile, honey. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single tooth in your head. Not a single tooth in your head. So that's the first time I met her. And then um, I kept seeing her at the bodega when I went to go get sandwiches. And then it just escalated from there. She was, I was always, she's always so pleasant. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, she's always yeah. got something going on. You know, her sandwich business was picking up. So if you, mm -hmm. if you drive down Ferry Street, just look for the woman that's, that's uh, dragging the laundry basket with her. That's her sandwich. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing is, even just talking about it right now, you can feel like the love and, and joy you, that you have meeting people and yeah. talking about uh, people and, and growing through. Like, I would love to hear you kind of like narrate a book. I think, yeah. you know, you should look into doing something along those lines. Okay, I never humorous, thought about but, that. You know, don't like... Yeah, don't do War and Peace. That that would probably be horrible. <laughs> but you know, maybe something with a joke or two. It'll it'll work out. Yeah. Um, but I, so, you know, with, with Methany and like narrating a book, I've heard that before. Like some people are like, "I love your voice. I love your voice." I hate my voice because do you have to listen back to yourself when you like mm -hmm. with the radio? How did how do you handle that? Was that something to get used to? Because I feel like everyone listens to their voice and hates it. That was me, um, honestly. Oh, that was you? Tell me, I have a good voice. I hated my voice for the longest time, probably about a good 10 years. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. I, I take a lot of time to learn to love my voice. Yeah. I, I totally, no, I totally get what's inside your head, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's tough. And I'm like, you know, it, but with TikTok, you have to go back and review mm -hmm. <laughs> your video. So I've kind of gotten used to it, but I just put it on pause yeah. and or I just put it, you know, put the volume down. But yeah. That's how I feel. What was the question again? <laughs> I don't know, because that was good. I was actually going to say, the way that I do it, I take deep inhales and then deep exhales um, and, you know, insert what needs to be, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. how I deal with not liking my own voice. Uh, you know, and, I've, and I'm a musician as well, so I have to hear it in that playback. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Like, you sound great. Uh, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's, that's kind of like the key thing, you know, you're a very confident human being, um, and that's really what comes off through your TikTok and your brand. Yeah. But you can still tell, like, you're very similar, you know, 
I'll play a show and we'll kill the set. Yeah. But I still become that insecure 12 year old. Yes. You know, that was picked last, you yes. know, the minute after that happens, you know, how do you navigate that? Um, so I get really bad. Like when I'm on stage or I'm doing my meet and greets or whatever, it seems to, I'm so nervous in the beginning. Like I'm shaking and I keep thinking I should cancel this. I should cancel this. I should cancel this. But once I get there and I'm on stage, it's like all of that goes away and mm -hmm. it just turns into adrenaline. And I, I love seeing people's faces. I love seeing their smiles and their laughter. And I love telling my stories. But once I get off stage, it's like, I just get such anxiety I, and I start picking at myself I'm like that wasn't mm -hmm. good I should have said that I don't know why I didn't do it like that and I start picking at myself and I get just get into this anxious mood I don't know what it is I mean I, it's just odd I don't know how to deal with it and that's something that I'm working on with my therapist <laughs> so I don't know I don't know how to yeah man, I don't so uh, the, the key there is therapy that's that's how yeah, we, we deal with go. that. We, we we include professionals. We're like, hey, <laughs> I was going just about fine, pretending real well. Yeah, um, I can no longer pretend within my my, my uh, frame of reference. Teach me how to pretend better. Um, yeah, the therapist comes in. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense though. It's because like when I'm there, I I can look people in the eye. I'm looking them mm. in the eye and we're talking. But like when I do the greet part of a meet and greet, I can't look them in the eye. I just, you know, I just get so nervous. Right. I, I don't know. I just get nervous. But it's a good time. We have fun. We are having fun on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Mario Calderon is with us on Behind the Brand. Mario, um, within the never ending world of this content creator industry, um, what do you feel is lacking right now? Um, I would honestly, I would yeah. say stuff, substance because okay. I scroll through and you see the TikTok challenges and you see this and you know, you see people using other people's voice. And I'm like, I want to use my voice. I want to, mm -hmm. I want to say something. I want to make a statement. I want to convey my, my life and my, you know, my mind. But so I scroll through and I'm like, you have like 42 million followers and all you're doing is dancing. Not that that's a bad thing. I mean, like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, do you, but for me personally, it's like, where's the substance? I wanna hear people's stories. I wanna see right. what, you know, like the daily life, things like that. That's what really attracted me to TikTok. Too much copy and paste. Too much copy and paste, thank you. Wow. Thank you. Yes, that's perfect. And I mean, when you guys go scroll through TikTok, do you, I mean, yeah. can, okay, you can understand where I'm coming from right now then? Oh yeah, okay. completely. Completely. Yeah. And, and like with me, I sometimes wind up in like the weird corners of TikTok, like yeah. the really weird ones. They're like, is this furry TikTok? How did I wind up on furry TikTok? Dude, I'm, like, I'm, on, back? I'm on prison talk. I'm on right. prison talk. I was scrolling through live last night. I couldn't sleep. It's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm just scrolling through live. And I kid you not, at least six to eight lives were these men in prison, mm -hmm. in prison and some guys in multiple cells. And I'm like, isn't it supposed to be lights out? Why are you still up? And how'd you get a phone? 
And where was this phone the entire day? Like, there's <laughs> yeah. questions. So many questions. So many and, questions. And like, how is that okay? How is there not like a super warden that's not like looking through TikTok and be like, hey, this person should not be here. Yeah, it's like, okay, where are the guards? You're on here late night asking people to put money on your cash app. <laughs> You got women in the comments talking about free Troy, free Troy. I'm like, goodbye, Stacy, because he's doing 35 life for second degree murder. Shut up. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm on prison talking. I don't know how to get off. Oh, <laughs> we have to. All right. So everyone listening, we need to go to Mario's uh, page and we need to, to bring him into different talk. We need love talk and weird talk, not too weird, like weird adjacent, you know what I mean? That would be awesome. I think that would be awesome. See if that can happen. Let's see what other side of TikTok I can get on. I'll be, that, that would be fun. Did you well, say you that, were on the furry side? Yeah, I went on a furry TikTok. Oh, is, 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 well, it's all because I started, I started a beef with, uh, with Tom McDonald because I can't stand him. Um, okay. And he's not, and, he, and, and he's Canadian, and tries to pretend like you're not a real American. It's like you're not a real American. <laughs> At your mind. Um, so, so that, and then from there, yeah, that got me there. And I don't know if that actually got me there, but I just don't like him enough that I just blame everything on him no, now. At that's this point. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to go here. Two part of question. <laughs> you had a meet and greet in August. What can fans yes. expect from a Mario meet and greet? And are you going to have future ones? Um, I think, well, first of all, I was completely nervous about that meet and greet. I didn't think anyone okay. was going to show up and it sold out and I was completely nice. shocked. Congrats, but, man, um, awesome. yeah, thank you. And, um, I like to do like a 30 minute set for the meet and greet. Like I'll get up mm -hmm. and I'll do the, th like a 30 minute set. And then after that, the rest is, um, the greeting part. Um, what was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> What can fans expect? And are you going to have future meet and greets? Okay, yes. Future. Fans can expect a 30-minute uh, stand-up um, yeah. about my daily life, about what I do, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's going to be different than my TikToks. I, and, you know, let's just say that. Okay. Um, cool. And, yes, I will be doing more. I have, right now, I'm doing a Zoom meet and greet uh, December 9th. Uh, that was mm. just for the subscribers only for my right. TikTok. Okay, um, so doing that, and then I'm going to have an in-person meet and greet on January 21st in Brooklyn, New York. Mm. Yeah. Do you, and then uh, I plan on traveling. I want to keep doing states. I want to keep moving. You know, I want to keep meeting people. And, you already and, asked my question. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I love this. Oh. Continue, sir. Um, I, I want to keep... I want to keep um, traveling. I want to keep meeting people. You know, I see that there's a lot of different um, states that want that want me to go there. So I think that's really exciting. And again, uh, I'm doing this by myself with my husband. Like we're just mm -hmm. starting this up. I don't have any type of management or anything. So uh, we're planning a, in advance, and I'm excited to get on the road and start visiting other places. Do you still get the anxiety with the stand-up? Do you still get the jitters? Or it's just an organic, natural feeling when you just walk up there? Is it like a Dave Chappelle, you just go and just shoot? Uh, yeah, well, I get anxiety and I get nervous right before mm -hmm. I go on. It's so, it, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, 
I sometimes want to cancel. Sometimes I'm like, I can't do this. Sometimes I like, that's when I get in my own mind. But once I take a step on that stage for the meet and greet, it's like all of that's out of the window. I think it's once I see people's faces Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. they clap and they're smiling and they're waiting for me. That's what really gets me going because I have people here that want to see me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's fortunate to have a great fan base. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that really gets me going. But when I get off stage, like I said before, I get really bad anxiety. Really <laughs> bad anxiety. It's horrible. It doesn't make any sense to me. But that's that's it's, what happens. It's the adrenaline. It's the adrenaline crash. That's really what it comes down to. Because it's similar for me. I kind of get those pre-fight jitters where I turn into yeah. Rocky for no reason. Like nothing we do musically is Rocky oriented, but like I'm yeah. downstairs shadow boxing, you know, yeah. get, getting everything up together, you know, yeah. up. like I'm walking out the UFC tunnel to go, go on stage with a, with a stuffed yeah. penguin. Um, and you know, screaming. <laughs> Did people. you say penguin? <laughs> yes, I have a stuffed yes, penguin. That's he's a manager. He's a, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't really yeah. follow the UFC. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's not. It's, uh, I, I'm in a band. So I was using oh, that as a metaphor. <laughs> yes, and, and and our manager is 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 a stuffed penguin. I am, I thought you were talking about okay. Anyways, go ahead because you said coming <laughs> out of the tunnel. I was like, oh, right. okay. Yeah, it, I um, was I was uh, using the metaphor as it's pre-fight being considered to going on stage. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it didn't land. Fully it's with okay. you now. It's <laughs> fully with you. But that's why I do the dancing on my lives, like right before. Right. Um, um, I go into my chat because I get nervous during my lives too. I'm like, oh my God, how many people are going to show up? Are they going to be interested? Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I get on live and I start dancing for mental health awareness, I, my anxiety goes away and then I'm talking. And then again, once I get off, I'm dissecting every single word and every single thing mm-hmm. that I do. Yeah. yeah. No, de- definitely. And, and it's funny because it's actually through your live that we connected. Um, yeah. I, I, I left a comment like, hey, you should come on the radio show. And one of like your your faithful and loyals were like, this person says you should be on the yeah. radio show. And yeah, my found me, Yeah, and then found me on, on Instagram and was like, you need to test, like give him 20 minutes to decompress from the live and then message <laughs> him automatically. I was like, all right, do I set a timer? Like, is this, I feel like this is a test. First of all, I did not know that. I did, I did not know that part. I know one of my moms reached out, but I did not know that part. <laughs> I don't even know how to comment on that. Did they really say that? Similar to that. Like, you know, oh like, give, give him a couple minutes and, you know, oh, he's on, you know, he's on Instagram, you know, now. So jump over yeah. there right now. And I was like, now, now? Like, I felt like I was playing hopscotch or um, they were on like, it, double dutch. They? Yeah, they, they were dead on it. This was this was important to them. So thank that yeah. thank that mod for making this happen. I feel like I've made a new best friend in the entire world. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, it, it, well, I'm glad that they did that. That's amazing because I'm glad I didn't miss this opportunity. You know, I like yeah. to support local business. I like to support local. You know, so to be mm-hmm. on this radio show is great, and um, I love it because it's a local station. So yeah. I love that. And 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 we we love we love and appreciate you. Um, now, what's what's the next step? Are we gonna get like uh, you know a Mario self help book? Are we gonna like you know? Book? Could you yeah. imagine? I write a self help book. 
I can. That's why I said it. (laughs) I couldn't imagine doing that. I couldn't. Like, I give advice from what works for me. Can you, like, sometimes I'm walking my dog barefoot because I want to be grounded with earth. And (laughs) you know what I mean? And I'm walking around my condos. Like, I couldn't see myself giving a self-help book. I couldn't. (laughs) I could. Well, thank you. I can see an audio book. I can definitely listen to an audiobook with you yeah. <laughs> with self-help. That'll be great. <laughs> That's something to think about. Thank you guys. Let's yeah. see. You never know. That could work. It could definitely work. It, it definitely yeah. be fun. But you know, are you looking to to get more into oh. acting or what's the next evolution? Um I never really thought about acting. I mean, um, Right now, I'm really focused on getting the comedy up and getting my name mm-hmm. out there. Um, and then I could possibly see myself doing a comedy movie or like a, a sketch show. Um, right. I, I feel more comfortable in those situations. Like, I, okay. I, I don't know if I would even be good at a movie, dude. Like, I would probably faint because there's so <laughs> much anxiety. Like, I'd probably be the one to faint. They would have to call the EMS <laughs> sitting there. You know what I mean? I would be mortified. Right. But um, uh, like a sketch show, I can I can see because that's you're more free. You know what I right. mean for a sketch yeah. show. You're more free, and you can uh, like SNL. That would be right. that would be something. That would be a goal for me. There you go. And 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 uh, we don't know for a fact if if uh, Lauren Michaels watches this or listens to the show. But if you're listening, Lauren Michaels, hire Mario. It'd be fantastic. We we, we would love to see that. <laughs> That would be awesome. Thank you for that plug. I appreciate it. I got it. you. No worries. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here Perfect. for. Um, now, what kind of advice would you have for the person just starting out in the whole content creation aspect? You're going to want to be honest. Be honest mm-hmm. with who you are and what you're trying to convey to millions and millions of people right now when you're on right. TikTok. Um also try to keep the stories as short as you can you know Mm -hmm. because there are people that try to tell stories but it's kind of like it drags in the middle it could do this try to keep it more condensed Mm -hmm. um so that way you know that that's what i get that's what i gather people will stay longer on your video if it's a shorter video if you're dragging Mm -hmm. out three minutes and you're not getting into the the uh reason for the video like just just now right we were talking if, right it didn't go like that this show would drag on and i'd be like um mm-hmm. and then oh yeah that's right i right. to tell you this like that that doesn't capture people it doesn't make them stay right. on your video you know so i think that mm-hmm. would be my advice keep it keep it flowing and uh, mm-hmm. be honest with yourself well, as, as you talk about keeping things short, it's amazing because they're pulling the Apollo curtain on us right now. And this is the opportunity where we want to give our guests all the highlight. How can people get in touch with you? How can they follow you? How can they support you? Drop every single one of the socials that are necessary. And if you've got an appearance coming up, please let them know. Okay. So I can be found on TikTok, um, Mario L. Calderon, all one word. Uh, that's also my Instagram. Um, and I do have a cameo, same name. Um, a lot of my links are found in my link tree and my TikTok bio. Um, 
And my next meet and greet will be a Zoom meet and greet on December 9th at 8 p.m. Uh, tickets will go on sale uh, tomorrow, November 1st. And um, yeah, that's, that's really about it. A merch store upcoming for December. Uh, so look out mm -hmm. for that. Looking really forward to that. And um, that's it. Yeah. That, that's been amazing. Thank you so much for, for everything you do. I look forward to seeing what the next evolution is and, you know, along for the ride. And I also look forward to doing some collab stuff um, outside of even uh, the world of TikTok. You yeah, know, absolutely. We, do, we, we put down some incredible shows. Love to have you on a bill. Um, yeah. I think we've got a Toys for Tots thing coming up in December that we'll talk about. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Just get in touch with me. That sounds great. I, yeah. I have your number now. So uh, there yeah, you go. We'll talk together. Reach out <laughs> Until you change it, we stuck together. Yeah, no. Mario. <laughs> Curtains closing on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. And this has been Behind the Brand. Thank you, Mario. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Spending time all alone, sending my songs through the phone, dreaming of a better home, we while focused on trying to hone this craft, witchcraft. I hope the brujas let this last. I'm spaceship dreaming of landing home, I'm not alone even